Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Hi there. Welcome to another Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, we want to know what's worth it to you. We discuss some of the foods we consider worth it, which ones we don't, and also some tips and tricks to help keep ourselves on plan for life. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, let's get this ball rolling. Candace, every week you tell us who goes first to share our good news. So hit it off. Tell us who's going first. Go ahead, Ricky. Start us off. Oh, me. It's been a while. So um, my week was fine. I think I, I did. I made better choices. I'm still kind of getting back on the activity wagon, but um, I stayed the same this week. And, you know, I feel like I was not as active as far as, you know, walking the dog as much, things like that, that kind of could get in my way. But um, I made better choices with food and um, focus on snacking a little bit more, just um, didn't show up as much on the scale. But I I think maintaining is, is not something I'm going to be upset about at this point in my journey. That sounds awesome. And we talked last week, like you had a really great week. And I know part of our discussion Mm -hmm. was, what happens on week two. And mm-hmm. that sounds to me like you made some really awesome progress uh, in consistency to maintain. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But you were sharing with us off the record that you've also started with some of the fruits and veggies, some additional yes. fruits and veggies. I'm excited to see how next week goes. Cause I really um, had a family friend who went grocery shopping with me, which seems kind of silly. It's like, I've been doing Weight Watchers forever, but I, I, I decided to, you know, come from a place of humility because the past few years have been challenging as far as really, truly sticking to the plan. And I think my, my motivation slash confidence and in my future and in building this and making this change. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to come from a place of humility and say, you know, someone's offering to help me and go to the grocery store with me and make suggestions. And I picked out about seven different vegetables (laughs) that I probably would have never picked up 
otherwise. And they were all things I liked, but I just never really buy that many. And it's a challenge for me to eat them all this week and really fill up on those things that I do actually like, just don't buy uh, in that quantity. (laughs) So um, I'm excited to to do that and to, to see the benefits of having that healthy diet. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's really cool. And I love, I love what you said there, Ricky, about having humility mm-hmm. and thinking about for those of us who've been on the journey for a long time, like we know all the things, we know all the tricks, we know all of the things. It's really hard to surprise us with something new. Mm-hmm. And really what it takes is exactly what you said for us just to have some humility and kind of come back and start at the beginning and maybe forget what we know. Yeah. And uh, cause so far that's not helping us. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you just went in and just said, Hey, I'm going to start from scratch with you. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. wait to hear about what you make. Cause I need to, to, to steal some recipes and yes, see if I'm adding more veggies to mine. Yes. Yeah, stay posted. A lot of experimenting is happening right now. Not necessarily recipes, but just throwing things together and seasoning them. And I, but I will definitely share with everybody. Good, good, cool. Well, I am next. So I'm excited because I have gotten back into my exercise kind of. I was in a rut for a little bit, but I got back on the bike. And of course, in true Candace fashion, I chose the most difficult program to start with, um, which I really, you know, you're supposed to build yourself up. And why don't you just get back and do 10 minutes? I was like, no, I'm going to do a 45 minute intense um, training that I had stopped doing when I got pregnant and I was like, I just need to go ahead and jump right back into it. So I survived the class, happy to say. So I feel like I deserve Bravo stars just for surviving because it was not easy, but I was just proud that I got back on the bike, you know, and got back outside walking. I've been consistently walking with friends and family. And so I'm feeling good exercise wise. And that, that means a lot to me. So, I mean, the food has been fine as well, but the exercise really has taken off again. So that's my big update for the week. That's so awesome, (laughs) man. There is something about like when you catch that groove again and you, you look forward to doing it. Like the fact that you look forward to doing exercise says a lot of growth. (laughs) Yeah. And I think also, you know, when you have every excuse not to, but you make a choice to do it because I had every reason you know, Saturday I was going to go to the meeting. We had it, but we had this freak snowstorm um, in the middle of March, you know, that no one appreciated on Saturday. And I was like, you know what, maybe I could stay inside and do nothing, but I got mm-hmm. all of my steps and I got on the bike, you know, because I said, what does it mean that I'm inside? Why, why can't I move? Mm-hmm. And I do love seeing all of the points that are added back to my tracker for me to eat because mm-hmm. I'm not one who shies away from eating my fit points because I trust WW <laughs> in that respect to tell me that I can eat more points. So, but no, but that's not the only reason I feel a lot better because I was feeling winded for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. sometimes when you get back, when you kind of lose your mojo, you can, you can get winded really quickly. You can lose your fitness. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really mm-hmm. focused on getting it back. Awesome. awesome. How about you, Erin? How was your week? Um, so I'm going to give you 
Two things, two things that I did differently this week. I will tell you first, I maintained, which again, I'm keeping my my goal of maintenance. And um, for anyone who's new to the podcast, for me, maintenance is I'm kind of following like lifetime where you've got that two pounds to play with. And so I'm within that two pound zone is maintenance for me. Um, I saw a picture of myself from 20... Mm, was it 2016? 2016 from a cruise that I was on with my sister-in-law. And it's the first time in a long time where I didn't look at that picture and feel disappointment Mm -hmm. because I'm not the same weight that I was in that picture, that I'm 14 pounds heavier now than I was. But I looked at the picture and I didn't feel disappointed. And as a matter of fact, I actually felt hopeful that when I started looking at what 14 pounds would represent and how long it would take me, I kind of calendared it out, even though I'm in the maintenance phase right now. Mm -hmm. And I went, this feels really doable to me and started taking it out of the ether. Like this will never happen. And when actually this could happen, if I am dedicated and I do this work to get to it, it Mm -hmm. became something that was really actionable and felt really achievable for me. So that that. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I love that mindset because Mm -hmm. that is the shift that so many people I think recently have shared, not just in our Facebook group, but just I've heard since the spring is coming. Oh, I wish that Mm -hmm. I were somewhere else. And for you to say, that's a really, I understand that I might not be there yet, but that's something that I can work towards and I'm going to choose to be empowered or to see it as a positive or something to Mm do it's all mindset. So I'm really exactly. excited for you. And I love that, Erin. Yeah, I am too. I, I think a lot of times we can use those pictures as, you know, not only a, a catalyst for our mood in a negative way of like, oh man, I, you know, I feel bad now, but it can change our, like what we do right after. Sometimes we see those pictures and we say, oh, I was going to eat this salad, but I'm going to go have a slice of pizza instead. <laughs> but you went the complete opposite way and you used it for positive planning and, you know, probably reinforced other healthy and positive habits the rest of that day too. So that's mm-hmm. really impressive. Yay. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> so the second thing that I did is as I'm looking at my tracker, I have not been um, achieving enough uh, vegetables and uh, non-starchy vegetables. And so I went, okay, I need to adjust this. And I was also last week just looking at my fridge and I went, I have no prepared food. And it is uh, not easy for me because of the gluten intolerance and dairy intolerance. It's really, it's not as easy for me to go kind of whip something up, right? So Saturday, um, even though we had that crazy snow that happened, I still managed actually to get out to the grocery store to go grab some quick things that I could meal prep. And one of the things that I meal prepped was these barbecue meatballs. And Mm -hmm. I did peppers and onions, a bunch of different colored peppers and onions and toss them with a little bit of the primal kitchens, unsweetened barbecue sauce, which has got a kick to it. So just be prepared. Um, if you're a person who doesn't like anything that's super spicy or super flavorful, it's definitely really present. Um, but I made the meatballs and I made the peppers and onions. And then I did something that in our group, a lot of people latched onto that they didn't realize or hadn't thought about doing this before, but I made a pot of rice 
And then I added a 10 ounce bag, which is usually the size all of the frozen cauliflower comes in. I added that into the rice when it was done cooking. Mm. So I got, so I could extend the rice. I actually could have a bigger portion for the same amount of points. Mm. Right. And so I snuck in some extra veggies. So this, these, uh, I packaged them all up in to go containers and then put them all in my freezer. Mm-hmm. And each of these containers was a total, I think, of six points for meal my plan. Oh. And um, I got two servings of vegetables in it. So I earned two <laughs> points back. So I realized wow. that I need to be doing more of that kind of a thing. I get more vegetables in when I pre-planned it in that way. So positives for me. Yeah. Not only that, but you also motivated other people. I mean, <laughs> your post took off, but I, you motivated me. I told you I, now I'll be honest. <laughs> Did you do it? You didn't make it. I, no, only because I made your other dish yesterday. I made the goat, goat cheese, the, the red, red pepper, pepper goat cheese. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't make two meals in a day because why? I don't know. I just couldn't. <laughs> so I'm making it tonight because I have the ground turkey in the Ooh. freezer, in the refrigerator now. It's unthawed. So this and- is. Uh, a time we need to look at the time and date and right. stamp it because something historic is happening, which I, is something about how she posted it. I was like, <laughs> I have to make that. I don't know why. It is making a meatball. Yeah. It's all about how you, it, it showed me that a picture truly can change your life because something about the way that you posted it, I was like, I have to try it. There's I'm, a lot of pressure now. These better be some very good meatballs because this is a lady who does not. <laughs> Like meatballs. So <laughs> this recipe, by the way, it's budget bites, she pan barbecue meatballs. So I'll, I'll link it up in the, in all of our show notes, but it's a good meatball. It's, it is a good meatball. It's a good little, it's a good little bit of variety there and a good way to get your, you know, get your veggie points. You didn't really sell it, Erin. You're like, it's a good meatball. <laughs> well, I just yeah. kind of feel like if you're going to do a meatball, it really needs to be an Italian meatball to start out with, not a turkey meatball. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, it's still a good meatball. I feel like that's oh, your no. out in case I don't like the meatball. She's like, I never told you to start with this recipe. I no, never right. said that. <laughs> right. No, I thought if you were having your first meatball experience, I personally would choose a different meatball for you. But I think this is a really good meatball. Like at so, an Italian restaurant in like Georgetown, like Little yeah. Italy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to tell people that I, I, I am no longer a meatball virgin with the, uh, with the barbecue meatball from Budget Bites. Right, Aaron recommended, I'm sure and it's, it's going to be okay. Gonna it's going to be delicious. It will be okay. delicious. And Let's I just want it. you to know, I'm very proud of you that you are making a meatball and trying a meatball. I, I really am. That's one more thing we can check off your list. Yes. Yeah, so, so see you next week. I'll report back next week. Oh no! Listen, let's 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 not go crazy. <laughs> We're going to start with a meatball. That's it. So speaking of meatballs, it makes me think about things that are. Things that are worth it on our food journey. And I would love to maybe just spend a little time talking about that with you guys. Um, Because obviously food is a high priority for us (laughs) and always has been. There's a reason why we're doing WW. But have you noticed some things that maybe when you first started doing WW that were like absolutes, I'll never give this up. 
And as you've gone along on your journey, your taste buds have changed and you're like, you know what, I can live without this. Or, you know what, I really don't even want this anymore. I don't like the way it tastes. Mm -hmm. And then are there some things that you're like, no matter what, I've been doing this for enough time. I am, I am not, this is not worth a sacrifice for me. I will, I will give you two things for me that are like hundred percent. This is not worth a sacrifice for me. I, um, uh, butter. I really don't, if I want butter on bread, I'm going to have butter on bread. I'll maybe use a little bit less of it, but to me, there are no substitutes for butter. And what was the other one? Oh, and cheese. Well, now I can't do, um, you know, cause of the dairy thing. But when I could do the dairy thing, I came to a place and went these fat free cheeses and a lot of the reduced fat cheeses to me, it didn't melt and they became like plastic. And I'm like, ah, I'd rather spend the points on going cheese and make my life happy. Mm-hmm. So that's me. How about you guys? Well, um, I've realized that I'm kind of the opposite because I, I feel like you guys have shared the same thing about similar things about cheeses. I don't mind doing low fat cheeses. I don't mind doing low fat sour cream, lo- like low fat milk. Um, that's That usually doesn't bother me. And one thing that I also have decided to give up that I don't really miss every now and then I do, um, but is soda. Um, I was never a, f- a full fat soda drinker. I started drinking Diet Coke like elementary or middle school. I don't know why, but just because it was a trend, like it's like, oh, let's drink Diet Coke now. But um, I, I felt like with the sodium that Diet Coke was just like you shared, Aaron, like not necessarily something that was helpful in the weight loss journey. So um, it was pretty easy to give that up. And also just juices and things like that, that I used to drink. To me, they're just not uh, worth the points. So those are some of the things that I think are not worth it to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I am probably very similar to you, Aaron. I refuse to give up, <laughs> just absolutely refuse to give up full fat cheese butter, if I'm going to, like you said, it's all about to me portioning with those. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have, I understand that if I want to have full fat cheese, that I'm going to have to pay for it with points, or I'm going to have to reduce the amount to make it fit into my day. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing for me is mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how people eat sandwiches without mayonnaise. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't like dry sandwiches and people who recommend mustard make me upset. (laughs) <laughs> because I don't understand how that is a switch for mayonnaise. No, nope. but some people that's, I mean, I, you can add some mustard maybe, but not in a, like in a replacing the mayonnaise. So <laughs> that's something that's important to me. So I will find ways to make that fit. Um, mm-hmm. There are some things that other people, I'm not really a big, like, I think a lot of people like salty snacks, like chips and different things. I actually can do without chips as like a side to something. I'm good with have adding fruit or something else to kind of give me that uh, side dish or that side piece to like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed that that's something that other people tend to really say that they struggle with, with snacking. Mm-hmm. So I've been grateful for that because it just needs more points for butter. <laughs> you know what I'll say is I, at one point I was like, I don't need chips to live kind of a thing. And I did great for a long while. and. I've incorporated them back into my life and I'm not ready to give them up yet. 
Um, and so I'm still enjoying my Uts barbecue flavor potato chips. They're they're life to me. And but what I have done is make sure that I add in a vegetable like carrot sticks or something. And instead of like what I would sometimes do when I do a sandwich, I'd like go from one thing to the next to the next, as opposed to putting it all on my plate. And there's something about when I have my sandwich, my chips, my baby carrots or the carrot chips, my vacation carrots, and then I have the fruit off to the side where I feel so much different and so much more satisfied because I'm eating it like little bits as I go, as opposed to the sandwich first, then the chips, then the carrots, and then I go and get a piece of fruit. Now, Utz chips don't don't qualify because I agree with you. Those are life. Like, I didn't mean that when I said <laughs> that I don't eat chips because I didn't know we were talking about the Utz barbecue. But I have to ask because I think I've asked you before. You're talking ripple cut, right? Ripple cut, 100%. Okay. Not like the little, the little no. land chip. Okay. Not, the, not make the flat sure. ones. No. Oh. Okay. No, so the ripple we're, cut. We're, we're, we're in all one accord. Now that I can eat the whole bag, but yeah. I thought we were talking Family about plain size. old chips. Yeah, exactly. I thought we were talking plain old chips, but no. Ricky, yeah, you're no, a fan old- right? You like the Uts barbecue, right? Yes, I do. Okay, and I, yeah, of course, ripple cut. Those are the best. I'm in total agreement with you guys. It's five yeah. points for the serving. And for me, that is 100% worth it. But I know for someone else, they'll go, there is no way I'm spending five points on on chips not happening. And I'm like, I will cut something else to be able to keep them. I think that's one of the beautiful Mm -hmm. things about the plan is, you know, what matters to you, you can make it work within within your plan. And if it doesn't, then you don't have to, which is great. Can I ask you all a question? Is there something, you know, there's been a lot of these trends that have gone around that are supposed to make weight loss and dieting and the lifestyle a lot more easier. Is there anything that you all have tried or are refusing to try that was a trend? You know, some things like, Aaron, you've talked about it. Like people put the lettuce instead of bread for a burger, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen that a lot, you know, to lower the carbs. They're like, I just, and and they swear and they mean it. And I know they mean it, Mm -hmm. that it tastes exactly the same and they're just as fulfilled. I want that to be true so badly, but I also just know that it's lettuce and I don't, (laughs) I'm not saying that I won't do it, but I, I'm fully aware. And it's like, this is a diet choice that I'm making, Mm -hmm. not one because it makes me feel good. Do you all have any that you tried and you're like, this switch doesn't work for me? This isn't necessarily a switch, but it was a fad when I was in college, um, I don't know if you ever saw an episode of The Office, but it was also joked about on the the office on the office when Kelly they were all doing their group weigh in, and Kelly uh, was just doing the cayenne pepper and water with the lemon and the maple syrup, and everybody said Beyonce was doing it, and, and so she like collapses off the scale at one point. Yeah, I did that for like I didn't last a day, <laughs> but I, I tried that in college, and this was before The Office, so it was like. Uh, definitely a trend in the like mid 2000s but I was like okay I'm gonna just have my it's a little maple syrup that gives you the carb and then the you know the the cayenne pepper is supposed to help you with your metabolism and the lemon is really good I don't I I was like I'm eating food after about eight hours (laughs) I'm sure I wasn't very pleasant to be around either (laughs) Not a I happy actually person. remember that. 
That was the word. <laughs> oh my goodness. I tried. Um, I did. I sorry. I didn't mean I tried. I did not try because it just feels like an affront to use this word with this sweet potato toast. That was like a big thing is the sweet potato toast. And you cut these big, thick slices of sweet potato and you put them in your toaster for three cycles or something like that to cook the sweet potato. And all that did was like char the outside and make the inside rubbery. <laughs> and I, I mean, I never, I mean, I can, I can tell looking at it that that's what it's doing to it. And it's not toast. That's the thing is it's not toast. And I don't like calling something that isn't toast, toast, just like I don't like calling cauliflower rice, rice, because it's not rice. Okay. <laughs> it's just finely minced cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for sure. And I believe that sweet potatoes are best cooked in the oven, roasted in the oven, and you eat it straight out of the skin. I just, I think that's how sweet potato is best. So that's one I definitely am not, have not, will not be down with. Okay, good. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just very happy to know that we all are in agreement that some things are just, you're taking it way too far. <laughs> you know, because when I see things, I like, I can get down with, I think the reason why I resisted zucchini for so long is because I really thought was offended that they called them noodles, you know, like, and then they just changed the to Z and they were like, it's zoodles and it's, it's the same thing. And you can put the stuff. I think I was offended. That's why I chose to not like zucchini. Now I do like zucchini, mm-hmm. but you know, I think that those, I'm not saying those helps aren't, those, those hacks aren't helpful. Right. But I just think that you need to call it what it is. Mm-hmm. And coming up, circling back to your conversation, Aaron, about what are you willing or not willing to do? Some of those things are things I just, I'm just unwilling to, to make the, to be, not be honest about, I think it's more about being simplistic. And I've also been really one with a lot of the ice creams, you know, that have Mm -hmm. come out that are, instead of just having like a scoop of real full fat ice cream, there's a lot of the, um, substitutes, Mm -hmm. I guess I call them. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really been able to get down with them because some of them have a lot of the artificial sweeteners and it, I, I, I'm more satisfied with the scoop of the real thing Mm -hmm. instead of like two or three bars that Mm -hmm. end up not satisfying me. Mm -hmm. I will say at one point I did like some of the halo top flavors. I haven't, Mm -hmm. uh, those aren't, you know, don't fit within my dietary restrictions now, but there are a couple that I liked that I thought that were better than others. Yeah. Um, that gave me a little bit of the freedom of mind. Like I can eat this, but I'm now, you know, over fully, they don't, it's, I don't think it's really easy to make dairy free ice cream, uh, low Mm -hmm. calorie, but, but again, I go back to the, this is the filter that I've been using is this is not a diet. This is life. Is this a choice that I would make for life? Because Mm -hmm. I'd rather be able, I'd rather be doing the plan now as if I'm doing it for life than doing it as a crash diet to hit the number on the scale, but not be able to maintain it in the Mm -hmm. future. Yeah. I've, I found that I really, I, I would get the halo top and things like that and they would just sit in the freezer. I just wouldn't have a desire for them. Whereas for me, if I got something like Ben and Jerry's, I, I at the time and, and even right now, I'm probably not in a place where I would mindfully eat it, you know, across however many days it takes to have that 
half of a cup <laughs> that is probably a 10 point serving. So for me, what I've found as an a, alternative that's worked for me um, is Trader Joe's has these um, French macaroons, uh, macaron, uh, I, I guess that's how you say it instead of the other way, because the other one is like the, the coconuts that I don't like. Macaroons so. or coconut. Macarons are almond. Yes. So I um, I really like those because they're made the way they're supposed to be made, but they're because they're made with almond flour and they're small, more probably more so because they're small because they're pretty sweet, but not as sweet as like a chocolate chip cookie. Um, two of them are four points. And I find that, you know, that's a good serving for me to have after dinner and it satisfies my desire to have something sweet. So I found that like an alternative thing that's, you know, sweet, but it's made the way it's supposed to be made or typically would be made and just gives me that satisfaction. And Ricky, the reason why that's important, at least to me, is like you said, it still gives you the satisfaction. Because what I find with a lot of the other things that I personally, because there's some people, like you said, who love the, the, the alternative ones. You talked about the Halo Top. I've had Halo Top. That's fine. But if I have too, if I try too hard to um, make myself okay with the alternative instead of just having a little bit of what I really am craving, I just end up craving all day the thing that I didn't get. And I spent a lot of points on things that didn't satisfy me. So I would have been better off just having a little bit of the real thing. And that's something that I've learned. And it took a long time in my journey because I don't think I was honest with myself for a long Mm -hmm. time that I was not satisfied when I used to make the swaps. I used to go to Subway when I was trying to be a very good WW member and get the turkey breast on wheat bread with yellow mustard and lettuce and red onion and vinegar because vinegar is zero. Vinegar has always been zero with some pepper and Italian seasoning and convince myself that this was the best sandwich. And I was like, it's just six points or whatever the points were at that time. And then I would, that would last all of maybe a day. And then for dinner I had, you know, a hamburger with mayonnaise and everything else on it because I wasn't satisfied with this sandwich that I was supposed to like because the points were low, mm-hmm. you know? So I have to remember that for lifestyle choices, for me, sometimes it's worth it so that I can get rid of the craving or I can feel like I'm really living my life. And I don't mean to tie that to just food, but I feel restricted when I start mm-hmm. to make swaps that don't make sense to me. Well, you know, I've been sharing with you ladies and I've been, sh- I've shared a couple times on this, um, you know, in our conversations, I love hamburgers or burgers. I just, those are life to me and I'm not willing to give them up. Uh, but one of the things I've started doing is branching out in the burgers that I do. And I've realized it's just like this one plate. There's a flavor profile that I really like that makes me feel like I'm having a burger and it's the pickles. It's the mayonnaise. And it's a little bit of the mustard. When a little bit of mustard gets in there, I feel like I'm having like a hamburger out but the basic turkey burger, which is in the recipe, um, you know, within the recipes on WW within the app, because I have turkey as one of my zero point foods, that's that's zero for me. And that's that's a decent swap. If I do that plus a little bit, and I actually will use light mayonnaise on it because I don't feel I don't feel the swap as much um as I would with the with the regular mayonnaise. That's one area that I feel okay cutting on the, in this particular instance. Um, 
It makes me happy. And I go, that's lifestyle. Like this is a meal that I can eat lifestyle for me. I don't feel like it's a, I don't feel like it's a diet, but I will save up and I will for sure do a five guys burger or red Robin. I will do the red Robin burger with a red Robin gluten-free bun. Even though they offer a lettuce bun, I'm going to do a real bun with it. And I will get the steak fries because I know that they cook them in a dedicated fryer. Like I can actually go have the full meal and be so insanely happy. And it may be 40 points, but I will 100% spend those 40 points because I'm doing that once every two months, three months, something like that. Well, being that I've never been to Red Robin, go ahead, mouths open. Three, two, one. Okay, great. Thank you. I was thinking that maybe we should do that for my birthday so that I can experience this. You see, I picked a day that nobody can say anything about the point. So, <laughs> we'll just go ahead out to August because that sounds amazing. <laughs> I've never been to Red Robin, but that sounds great. Done. Done. Sounds like a date. <laughs> but you know, one thing, Erin, I wanted you to share because you also gave a swap. I think it's about finding if you're going to make a swap, it should be something that is so life-changing that you're like, I almost like this better than the original. Mm -hmm. You made a sushi, open sushi dish that you posted over the summer. And you were talking about how you were trying to, you know, swap out some things because of the gluten-free and different things. It was amazing. And I've loved it so much to this day. Um, I know I'm building it up and I'm not telling you what's actually in it because I don't know how to pronounce everything, but she told me how to go to the grocery store and get like the seaweed wrap or whatever it's called. What is it, Erin? Please tell me. Um, It's a nori, N-O-R-I, the nori sheets. And I get the roasted um, nori sheets. So I love sushi, but that's a landmine for me because a lot of the sushi has soy sauce in it, which is gluten or they'll use cream cheese or some other dairy based things. And so it's just, it's just a little hard for me and I'm not willing to take the risk. So I'll make my own poke bowls at home um, and like Japanese style poke bowl as opposed to the Hawaiian style. Um, so these will, I'll make my own rice. And so I'll even play around with the rice and do like the black rice, which mm-hmm. is super nutritious. And it's got a little bit of a nutty flavor and it's just so beautiful. So either that or like a standard white rice. And then I will get the sushi grade salmon, um, Wegmans, which is around over the Northeast area. They sell it, you know, I'm sure any grocery store, you know, uh, maybe a higher end would have it. I cube it myself. I put it on there. I add um, chopped cucumber, a little bit of mm. chopped scallions. Uh, you can put edamame, frozen thawed edamame on it. And then um, you can either make your own spicy mayo by doing like regular mayo or light mayo and some sriracha sauce. You just mix that up and add like a drop or two of sesame oil, or you can buy, they make um, spicy, like the spicy sauce, but it's about seven points for two tablespoons. So I know I can, I can make it at home for a few, uh, you know, a few less points. And then the seasoning that goes over top is called furikake. F-U-R or F, 
F oh I have to I have to link it. I can't remember how to spell it off the top of my head. But they make so it's basically it's like the seaweed and stuff inside of it. It's super yummy. There are gluten versions and non-gluten versions. So if you are a non-gluten person, you just gotta watch it. And then I'll take the um the sesame, the full sheets of the nori, and I'll chop them up and I'll use them as like almost like little uh, like taco scoops kind of a thing to put. And it is, it's like a little, it's like a like a little sushi wrap. It's yummy. <laughs> And if you can spare the points, do the yum yum sauce that I don't know if she, yeah, that's what she was explaining. I understand it's seven points. Hear me. I get it. And I know it's a lot, (laughs) but even if you just do a little bit, little drops, it it changes your whole life. If that's something that you're into, but I tried that and that almost got me through the summer. I mean, I loved it. So that's again, a hack that was worth it to me. And it's the only way that I want to have sushi you know, mm-hmm. from now on. And it's so. a great way to get, um, it's a great way to get some of those non-starchy veg- veggies in there too. And again, like I'm not trying to shoehorn non-starchy veggies into thing. Cause again, I'm just still looking at it like, okay, is this the way that I want to eat for life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would eat this for life. This is a lifestyle food for me. So done. And even mixing riced cauliflower in with rice for me, that's a lifestyle change that I'm happy with. There may be times where I eat just the rice or I might eat just the rice cauliflower, but eating those two together. And by the way, I also threw in um, a bunch of chopped cilantro and then some barbecue seasoning. So it's like a flavored rice. So mm. good. Wow. So good. So speaking so. of the cauliflower, I just, okay, I'm full of questions. Remember the cauliflower craze that I think we're still kind of in. <laughs> I know you're talking about it with the rice, but were you all big on like the cauliflower pizza? dough that they you just any of that stuff that people tried to pretend was really bread i tried it once and i was like this is too much effort i'm not doing this ever again (laughs) it fell apart like the one time i'm like i can't even hold like i'm having to get a fork to have pizza this is a low 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 (laughs) did you guys ever try patting out um ground chicken like the fat-free ground chicken into like a pizza shape no Oh, is that when you do like a giant chicken nugget thing or like you take you well, you can season your ground chicken breast if you want a pound of ground chicken breast, right? And you could season it and then you pat it out into a giant circle like a pizza and then you put your pizza sauce on top and you put your no, cheese and you put your veggies. No. So it's like a protein pizza. No, I did do that. I heard somebody had that one of the, the um, recipe bloggers, Sweet Savory Steph. You know how they're influencers. So I think that she was selling a brand that had that ground chicken thing. Was mm-hmm. it good? Um, not particularly. Like it wasn't something that I went, yeah, I'm going to, again, lifestyle. This, this is a lot of work for one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing this again. I do have one that I wonder if you guys tried or had variations of that worked for you. Veggie dip. Like, not that I'm someone who has veggie dip all the time, but like when I do have it, it's nice to do the uh, 0% fat Greek yogurt, uh, plain Greek yogurt, and mix in the ranch packet and zero points. Um, So knowing that you could have the veggies that are zero and the dip be zero, it's incredible and game changing. And I've heard of people doing like fat-free jello mix-ins with Greek yogurt. Do you guys have any other ones that you tried or did you like jump on that trend? 
hot cocoa mix, a packet of hot cocoa mix uh-huh. in with the, the container of the zero percent fat free. Yeah. It made, it made a chocolate yogurt. And then I also put in some frozen cherries. Uh-huh. And then as it sat in my, um, uh, sat in my lunch box, by the time I got to the afternoon, the cherries had started to thaw. And so you get that cherry mm-hmm. juice mm-hmm. with that hot cocoa mix. That was right. Fine yogurt. I liked that. <laughs> that sounds good. Did you all ever try the two ingredient dough? That yeah, was very I, popular. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, just wondering if because I I I was really gung ho about it for like a long time, and I was like, I'm gonna make my own personal pizza, and I did it for a while, and then they had things uh-huh. you put in the air fryer, and you yeah, could, but then I fell off. Well, it got so sticky. I feel like it was just hot. Like that initial thing kept me from doing it all the time because it was just. It felt like it got everywhere and it was in my hands forever, but it was, I liked making it. I thought it was good. I, so if anybody who wants to know what that, the recipe is for the two ingredient dough, it's a cup of flour and then a a cup of self-rising flour and a cup of 0% Greek yogurt. And I would recommend that you do three quarters of a cup of the Greek yogurt to the cup of flour, to Ricky's point about it being really kind of wet and sticky and then adding a little bit more of the Greek yogurt if you need it. But you just mix it up. And because the leavening agent is in the self-rising flour, it gives your crust like the little, the poof that it needs. But I would use that for pizza crust. I would make little hand pies out of it, little bagels. bagels. Mm-hmm. I thought that's, I think that's a, to me, that's a great worth it recipe. I mm. wish that there was a gluten-free substitute and it just comes out like a rock. It's mm. not, well, gluten and dairy free for me. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a great recipe. How about, you guys listen to us. <laughs> what about nice cream? Ice cream that's made out of frozen bananas or frozen fruit. How does that feel? To you, did you guys ever get into that? Remember the Joanna's machine? I remember that, but I never made it. I have a Vitamix. I always had recipes with it to, to make something like that, and I never did it. But it sounds great. Yeah, I need to do it. I love doing um, bananas, frozen bananas, okay, with peanut butter, and then drizzling a little bit of chocolate on top. That makes me happy. I would rather have that than do like a halo top. Or mm. one of the other, Ooh, like, we'll say it again. So, wait, frozen banana because so I have some frozen, of those frozen bananas. Just let them sit on the counter for five minutes just to take a little bit of the edge off. Put it in your food processor and hit the process button on it, and it'll get break down to like these little granules. And then all of a sudden, it'll come together and it look like soft serve ice cream. <laughs> and then put a little peanut butter in with it and you get a peanut butter banana soft serve ice cream and a little bit of chocolate drizzle on top. I was just waiting for the chocolate because you were taking forever to get to the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, banana, banana. It's like, yes, yeah, it's going to get really, really. <laughs> I was like, I mean, what is and a little bit of marshmallow fluff, I'm telling you, Ooh, is primo. Sounds wonderful. Primo I still need to try this marshmallow fluff. I still need to try that too. That's another what? thing. Remember we have we talked about this. I need we, to try. We talked show. about um, Baltimore. Yeah, because you I know they're like, not so close. Have to go. What, and what do are they? Something. The, yeah, the Baltimore, Baltimore thing. I forgot you haven't had. It's, it's nice. a snowball. Listen, just snowball. Yeah, a snow cone is served in a cone. If it's served in a plastic or, or styrofoam cup, it's a snowball. 
Doesn't fighting words, guys. If you ever see Aaron and you make the mistake, because this is how this got started, is I made the mistake of saying that something was a snow ball. Oh, no. This is your (laughs) this is your test before who is from Baltimore and who is from DC. That's your test right there. If you call a snowball a snow cone and one of us starts to rage, you'll know who's Baltimore. And the thing is, we were at a WW meeting when she got really upset. Too. It's like, my Lord, my word, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know what you mean. She's like, what do you mean? We have to do this this summer and we still haven't done it. Blame COVID. But we this need year, to do this. It's bucket list for this year. You've had a cashew, you've had meatballs, and you're going to have a wow. daggone snowball with marshmallow fluff on it. Having meatballs that you have already warned me could be subpar. <laughs> ladies i think it's time we bring this to a close (laughs) (laughs) well um we would love to hear from you what things that you think are completely worth it um if you totally disagree with our worth it choices that's a-okay we'd love to hear what's worth it to you or other maybe you've got some other uh hacks that you think are really great substitutes for things we'd love to hear them you can um drop them in the real ww talk facebook group or you can send us an email real talk at gmail.com you can also message us on instagram or leave a comment on our youtube video any way that you want to find us just search the word real ww talk And there we are. That's it. (laughs) That's simple. Well, we wish you a great week uh, on plan as you get closer and closer to being the best version of yourself that you want to create. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.